Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. Hello, thanks for downloading today's podcast on Wednesday the 1st of November. First up, the head teacher of a school in Gillingham has been told he has just months to live after being diagnosed with cancer. There's been a huge response from the community to help Alex Moir from Parkwood Primary. Kate's been taking a look at the story. So how did he find out about the illness? Well, the 47-year-old says he noticed a small lump on his head over the summer and doctors told him it was skin cancer. He had it removed, but a biopsy revealed it had spread. He then had another scan and that's when they found out he had stage 4 esophageal cancer. And this must have been such a shock to everyone at the school. Yes, Alex has worked there for 14 years and has described it as the best job ever. He's had to stand down as head teacher and says he misses the staff and the children so much. He also has four children of his own, aged between 9 and 21. So what kind of treatment is Alex having? At the moment, he's had two cycles of chemotherapy and antibody therapy in a bid to slow down the spread of the disease. He's also due to start a new form of medication next week. It is hoping the pioneering medical treatment will give him more time. The new drug is not funded by the NHS, so it costs more than £4,500 for each cycle. Alex might have to have up to nine rounds. An online fundraising page has been set up and so far more than £20,000 has been donated. His friends and family are also organising events to make the most of their time together. Thanks, Kate. Kent Online reports. A man accused of murdering his girlfriend's 18-month-old son near Faversham has told a jury she must have killed him. 35-year-old Jack Benham from High Street Road has denied responsibility for Alfie's death. The little boy was found with more than 70 injuries at a caravan in Herne Hill in 2020. His mum, Sean Hedges, who's 26 and from Yelverton in Devon, has also denied murder. The trial continues. Around 40 jobs are at risk as a Maidstone-based travel company is scaling back. Aways are dropping their James Villas brand and stopped taking bookings on Monday. Their offices are based near Allington. Now we're being urged to take extra care as Kent starts to feel the effects of Storm Kieran. Yellow weather warnings come into force this evening with an amber alert for strong winds tomorrow. Forecasters say gusts of up to 85 miles per hour could pose a risk to life. Lauren's been chatting to Alex Burkhill from the Met Office. With Storm Kieran coming Wednesday evening overnight into Thursday, I think it'll be Thursday itself that we see the, uh, the greatest impacts for Kent. They're going to be widespread, the impacts. We're talking heavy rain and very strong winds. Coastal parts, English Channel coastal parts, that's where we're talking gusts 90 miles per hour, possibly even stronger than that. So that's where we're likely to see the greatest impacts. But it is going to be a windy, very windy spell as we go through Thursday in particular. And the interesting thing to note about Storm Kieran is it doesn't move through particularly quickly. Often our storms come through last a day or so, whereas this one looks like it's going to drag its heels a little bit. And so whilst the strongest winds, the exceptionally strong winds, are going to be on Thursday, even on to Friday, I'm expecting some further windy weather. And with all that, there will be heavy rain as well. And so that's going to make ongoing issues worse again. And with storm, Kieran, and storms generally, is that again just something that you would expect this time of year or is this slightly unusual? It is usual for us to have storms at this time of year. The strength of this one is a little bit abnormal. And uh, to look at the cause of that, we have to go across the Atlantic and look at what's happening in the US and over North America at the moment. Here, there's a huge temperature contrast. So across northern parts, 
it's much colder than average, whereas across the south, there's a bit more warmth. And it's that huge temperature contrast that's invigorated the jet stream. And uh, the jet stream is then very strong. And it's that jet stream that's pushing across the Atlantic. And whilst we often see low pressure systems at this time of year, we've seen many already this autumn and will continue to do so. It's the strength of that jet stream that's going to cause the low pressure system that is Storm Kieran to really deepen further, become more and more a lot stronger, go through something called uh, rapid cyclogenesis or explosive cyclogenesis and deepen to become such a low, uh, such a deep low, which is why it's going to be such a potent feature. And you were saying there it's going to be very windy. Um, so how can people kind of protect themselves um, during the windy weather? People need to be aware that, you know, again, disruption to travel is quite likely. If you've got any buildings or properties that are maybe more vulnerable to strong winds, you know, any fences that like, look like they might get blown down or trees that might get blown down, maybe now's the time to be taking measures to protect them a little bit or or, or things like that. Garden furniture, if you've left it out already, should be you know put away and, and secured safely. Firefighters have also been giving advice to anyone who needs to travel tomorrow. Here's Tom Edwards from Kent Fire and Rescue. We have our standard uh, response plans for these uh, situations. Um, we work in conjunction with our partners in the police, uh, the ambulance service and other Category 1 responders and Category 2 responders uh, to ensure that um, we have the resources that we need to respond to uh, any emergencies. And what is your advice to people um, about, you know, should they go out and about? Should, are they best to stay at home? What What is your advice for individuals? Um, so the Met Office will publish uh, information uh, specific to the situation in people's areas. So that may be advice to stay at home, work at home if possible. Um, but we would urge everyone to be careful when they're out and about, be mindful of the weather um, and uh, be safe when they're travelling, etc. If there are any fallen trees, fallen power lines, what should people do? Uh, so uh, people just need to make sure that they're uh, calling the right people in those situations. So if there's an immediate risk to life, then um, call the emergency services. Uh, but otherwise, for fallen trees, uh, it would be to speak to the local authority. And uh, for power lines, it would be to uh, the power provider, so UK Power Networks, to let them know. But again, if, say, if there's any, any risk to life, then speak to the emergency services. So are you expecting that there might be some road closures and things like that? Uh, there may well be if there are fallen trees and, and power lines down um, until uh, the, the weather actually comes through. We won't know the outcome of that, but uh, all of the partners that we work with uh, are prepared for that eventuality. And to people going out on the roads and driving, we know places like bridges can sometimes be hit worse by winds. Have you got any advice to drivers? Um, again, it's um, heed any local advice that um, is put out um, on the media um, from uh, local authorities, government um, and so on, on local media uh, regarding safety advice. So uh, if uh, on bridges, etc, uh, if there are any local warnings, um, heed, heed that advice. Don't forget you can keep up to date with any travel issues by following our live blog at Kent Online. Our sister radio station KMFM will also have regular updates throughout the day. Kent Online News. A man's been charged with arson and stalking after a fire at a stables near Deal. Emergency crews were called to the street in Worth on Sunday night. A 33-year-old from Dover's been remanded in custody ahead of his next court appearance. 
A police officer has been seriously injured while responding to an incident in Chatham. They were pushed to the ground after detaining a suspect in the town centre on Monday. A second officer was also assaulted. A 30-year-old man's been charged with various offences. The person at the centre of this year's Edenbridge bonfire has been revealed as Sadiq Khan. The 11-metre-tall effigy was unveiled today and shows the London Mayor as a ULES camera in reference to the controversial expansion of the scheme. It'll be set alight along with the traditional guy on Saturday. Sophia Aiken from our colleagues at KMTV has been speaking to people involved in the project. Well, everyone thinks we decide, but we put it out there to the public and we ask them who they'd like to see. So this year it was overwhelmingly uh, votes for Sadiq Khan stroke Ulez. So that's why we had to combine him in the effigy. That's why his um, head is a Ulez camera. That's what people wanted to see us create this year. And this year we've seen um, ultra low emission zones expanding into Kent. Was this kind of the main reason, I guess, why so many people wanted wanted to have Sadiq Khan as your guy. It is and I think for the first time that we've been holding this event and creating these effigies that there's actually something that is right on our doorstep so it affects the livelihoods of businesses in Edenbridge, of residents who need to visit relatives, people who perhaps do giving care and it, it, the border literally is just about 20 minutes from, from the edge of our town so that's why people have been so passionate about it and why they voted for us to, to go in this direction. And this has been going now for more than 25 years hasn't it so um, tell me a little bit about, I guess, how it's changed over the years. You've still always stayed quite traditional with the having the effigy, but has anything changed much over the years? No, I mean, the reason why we started with the effigies was because the field where we used to um, have a big bonfire before the fireworks, we were then not granted permissions to have a bonfire. So I wasn't part of it, but at the time, the Bonfire Society came up with this idea to build an 11-metre effigy. So at least there's a focal point for the event on the night itself. So what happens now is, is we will dismantle this effigy we like to just do a test run to make sure it all works but he will be standing alongside an 11 meter effigy of Guy Fawkes in the recreation ground and they take centre stage for our fireworks display that will be happening on Saturday night. And we've seen quite a few um, sort of bonfire celebrations across Kent sadly have to be cancelled because they can't afford it due to the cost of living. Was this something you were concerned you would have to do as well? We're really fortunate we've got the support of so many local businesses. So we rely on sponsorship from businesses to, to help us fund the event. Then on the night itself, we ask everyone to um, put any change they can in their pockets to put in our collection buckets because all the money we raise on the night from the collection buckets will go towards local charities and organisations. And that's the real reason why we do it. Every year we try to do a, a celebrity guy, um, but unfortunately uh, the politicians always win the votes of the public. And this year, because we did so many politicians in the past, really didn't want to do a politician. But unfortunately there was no celebrity suitable for uh, this year's um, a celebrity guy, so we, we had to go with another politician again. But I just wanted to do a twist, do something different. And instead of his face, we have put the camera on because, let's face it, it's the main reason why we're doing Sadiq Khan. So um, we thought it would be a good idea to swap his head for the camera. You can see a picture of the effigy over on our website. Kent Online reports. Veterans at the Royal British Legion Industries Village in Aylesford have been targeted by vandals using catapults. Windows and doors have been smashed and one ex-serviceman's been injured by a stone. The culprits have been caught on camera firing missiles at homes along London Road. The attacks have been slammed as disrespectful. 
A family have shared their heartbreak following the death of their 18-year-old cat, who was killed in a dog attack. Elvis was found outside his owner's house in Elvington, but couldn't be saved by vets. A dog warden has visited the area, but has been unable to see the dog or identify any owners. A Kent MP is calling for a summit on artificial intelligence to focus more on day-to-day issues instead of threats to humanity. Tech bosses and world leaders are gathering for talks at Bletchley Park over the next couple of days. Tunbridge Wells Rep Greg Clark is chair of the Science and Technology Committee. Well, the agenda is a safety summit and it's looking in particular at what's sometimes called the the existential risk, the the risk that the development of artificial intelligence develops a life of its own um, and can, for example, lead to very dangerous outcomes such as new chemical weapons being invented or new compounds that previously haven't been discovered that could be very toxic and could be used uh, by hostile states um, or terrorist groups against the world. So there's a lot of concern um, at what might be regarded as the extreme risks of that. And that's going to be the principal focus of the, the summit. Now, I have to say that in, in my view, in the view of uh, our committee, we think that, well, that is that's certainly a risk that needs to be considered, those very existential risks, as they're sometimes called. There are some more practical day-to-day ones, uh, such as whether our data is private, um, whether deep fakes, people putting, generating content that purports to be uh, from someone, but is actually uh, a fake, uh, how that can be prevented. Questions of bias, whether, for example, if if you've got an AI algorithm selecting people from their CVs for interview, how do you make sure that's not biased uh, against uh, women, for example, that, you know, we've Parliament has spent a lot of years making sure that we have gender equality. And if you don't know what's going on, how can you make sure that standards are being maintained? So there's quite a lot of here and now risks that we think that the the summit um, should perhaps have focused on. Kent Online News. Residents have criticised a decision to cut down two trees at a shopping centre in Ashford. The silver birches have been removed from Park Mall as the council say their roots caused a trip hazard. People in the town say it now looks empty and they're sad to lose the greenery. A suspected burglar has been found hiding up a tree by a police drone and a search dog in Sevenoaks. The 24-year-old was tracked by officers after a series of break-ins in September. He's now been jailed for more than four years. A former drug addict from Deal has launched a men's mental health support group. Blake Murray has spent eight months in rehab and now wants to help others. He's been telling our reporters Sam Lennon more about his organisation. It's a men's mental health group to help them um, live a better life um, and get to know different people that are in the same position as them, that they don't feel alone, um, and to meet meet new friends, really. Um, and it's going to be called Be Courageous. Now, what is it? Is the problem that men seem to have with mental health <coughs> and, and the horrendous uh, percentage of suicides amongst them, 75%, that women don't have? I believe that for men, um, it's, it's a sign of weakness to be able to open up and talk. Um, 
could be damaging their pride and ego. They don't, don't want to open up. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of things really that they struggle with. Um, so they may, maybe feel embarrassed to, to share with someone else that how they're feeling. It's been a, a pretty uh, rough journey in your life. So give us the gist of it, of what happened and how you got out of it. Um, yeah, so for me, um, I struggled with um, mental health and drug addiction for eight years and more. Um, I used drugs to escape from my feelings and emotions and how I was feeling, um, to change the way I felt. And in fact, it made me feel worse. Um, ended up going through many psychiatric wards, um, pushing family and friends away, um, not being a father to my son. Um, and then for me, I decided to, be, to, to change. Um, I went to rehab, um, I got clean, um, learned a lot about myself and how to live a, a better life. Um, what do you think you can offer from your experience? Um, a good story to tell, um, a lot of experience going through, you know, mental health and a lot about the feelings and emotions that I've, that I've gone through um, and that I've got a lot of, a lot of hope. It's the start of Men's Mental Health Month and anyone who's struggling is being urged to reach out for support. Kent Online reports. A man from Margate has told a court Elon Musk was controlling his mind and sent him on a crime spree around the seaside town. Ricky Hodgkins took alcohol from five supermarkets, smashing some bottles and stuffing others down his trousers. The 44-year-old, who was homeless at the time, was released after already serving time on remand and ordered to pay more than £650 in court costs. A marshland beauty spot in Sittingbourne, which was once a landfill site, has won an award for environmental work. Milton Creek Country Park has been recognised for its acres of meadows, crops and aquatic habitats. The gold award from the south and southeastern bloom is given to areas of natural beauty and also those who protect them. A Kent family are celebrating 60 years of serving the community with their carpet business. Mitchell's Carpets in Dartford is marking the anniversary. Our reporter Alex Langridge has been speaking to owner Rose Redworth, who says a lot's changed since her dad started the business in 1963. I was only five, so I've been brought up with this shop all my life and I can remember that there wasn't even fitted carpet at the time. They would hire out a hall. They would have a carpet sale. They would have young people working for them, dropping leaflets, 2,000 leaflets at a time, advertising a carpet sale in a hall. And then carpet squares would be just rolled out and laid on top of concrete floors, marley tiles, bitumen. And to these sort of, you know, normal working class people, there wasn't fitted carpet. And then at the end of the day, my mum and dad with their staff whoever worked for him he had a fleet of 12 vans at one time would deliver all the um rolls of carpets mainly around the southeast of london often with a lift not working and having to climb flights of stairs so times have changed so much and i think um as you said you've kind of grown up um working here you know seeing your mum and dad kind of build this yeah. sort of, you know carpet empire um and then you know you've got yourself your husband your son now working here what made you want to kind of keep the business going for me i've worked here you know two or three days a week all my life and absolutely loved it my dad's shop 
was his passion. He lived to work. To think at one time he had four shops, he's always been um, a pillar of the community. He um, has built this business from out of the back of a van and to have Mitchell's carpets above the door forever and ever. We are now the third generation on board. I'm very, very proud. As a family independent business, it's our life. We're not working for Joe Bloggs, it's our life. We've got to make it work. It does work. We've been established now for 60 years. Any customer who walks through this shop straight away loves the way that we approach them. We're very, very different. Any high street shop who is an independent shop will work with passion. And in football, Gillingham have appointed Stephen Clements as their new manager. The 45-year-olds previously worked in coaching teams at Newcastle, Aston Villa and Manchester City. He'll take over from interim boss Keith Millen after Neil Harris was sacked last month. The new manager will take the team for training tomorrow ahead of their FA Cup match at non-league Hereford this Saturday. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.